Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Basement Bros Podcast. I am your co-host, Audacity, here, joined once again by yours truly, Hebrew Hammer. Hope y'all are having a fantastic day so far, but we're having right into this podcast here. Episode three already. I It's going to be going by fast. I don't know about you, Kyle, but it's been... Honestly, yeah. It seems like we record it, it gets uploaded, and boom, we're right back again. With These weeks are going by real fast. I don't know about you, but this year... Oh, yeah has just gone by super fast. I don't know what it is. We're basically... I honestly can't believe that I DoorDash for like four months. Yeah, now you got a job and you have to do that shit anymore. Yeah. There you go. But we're almost at fast. the halfway mark of this year. Like, it just felt like a couple months ago, we were just at the start. Kind of hard to believe that already. And uh, yeah. so uh, going along with... The fact that time seems to be traveling super fast here and not stopping or slowing down at all here. I figured we could talk about, since it's sadly to say it's going to be here before we know it, but I thought it'd be good to know, where do you see yourself in five years? Like, what is your plans mm. in five years? Like, or where do you hope to be? What do you hope to do? Like, what's your, I don't know, I guess if you had to, like five, like, we're going along with this. We have a top five uh, coming up midway through the episode for those of you who are probably looking forward to that. But if anything as well, like name some of the like your things that are like the top of your list that you want to get done here in the next few years. So mm. let's start off with you. Five years, so I would be twenty six years old. Um, I think there's a couple like criteria you can kind of go by. I'd say there's the financial aspect. There's the um location like where you're at there's um your job i mean and that kind of coincides with money a little bit but like mm. i guess if you I wanted think... to you could do like realistically where you want to be and then where your hopes are for it okay um so my hopes when i'm t when i'm 26 is to have at least 50 grand in the bank now in this time go. i don't expect myself buying a house so i think a lot of that is probably going to go towards a down payment but i think that you know through renting and saving up money i should be able to do that and i think that's also realistic as well um now the only things that could put a uh, put a dent in that is probably you know a car i don't know how long the uh, the mariners got left enter but uh hopefully bar that i mean five years uh, it seems like plenty of time but i have a feeling like you said time flies by it's gonna be Dude. here just like that but yeah 50 grand in the bank hopefully uh realistically probably about 30 um i by that time i guess i hope i have a car that's you know, not necessarily brand new, but that can get me to point A to point B and I'm not worrying about it. So maybe it's a five to six, seven year old car, but it's got lower miles. Mm -hmm. um, I don't expect myself to have a fucking a truck or, you know, a Honda Civic Type R, you know, yeah. something crazy. Um, job wise, uh, honestly, It would be awesome for this or YouTube to pop off, but right now, I'm, I mean, I'm going to ride what I got now. Yeah. Um, it seems pretty good, uh, decent hours. I don't have 
I, you know, it's nights, so I don't have like family or a lot of things that like I would have to, you know, take care of or anything, but just going to work, 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 work with through this job. Hopefully I still have this job in five years. Um, what else? Yeah, like I said, I don't think I'm going to have a house. I think either way, whether I'm here or an apartment, it's going to be renting. Um, you know, okay, yeah, there's another one. Uh, probably hope to have a girlfriend in five years. <laughs> there hopefully, you go. Hopefully a little bit sooner. Um, but yeah, I think that's about it. So kind of go over 50 or 50 or, you know, 30 to 50 grand in the bank account, whether having a, a car in that is included, um, still renting, maintaining this job. Basically the next five years are just going to be me working my ass off, mm -hmm. taking as much overtime as possible. Um, goals for the podcast i hope that we're in five years time over a million subs um oh damn he's over a million he's throwing podcast numbers in here as well Ooh. well yeah i mean we're on the podcast right now true, uh, true you know i hope that in five years time the studio is fully delved out and and finished we got our our mics our backdrop it's all decorated uh soundproofing you know Shit. we got the tv we got our desk and we're gonna make it custom like i you know and i hope in five years that can be something that's an attainable i i i feel it is we could have that in a year if we put our minds to it so oh yeah um and then youtube wise you know i hope to at least in five years uh have at least over five hundred thousand subscribers um <laughs> I was about to cut you off and go, at least 100 subs. At least 100 subs. Come on, baby. <laughs> oh, man, 100 subs. If I don't hit 100 subs by the end of the year, um, now that I got a job and I can, you know, kind of focus on other stuff so where I'm not too worried about money, uh, I'm going to dive deep into my YouTube channel. Hopefully, in five years' time, I have 500,000 subscribers. Hopefully, it's more, but realistically, 500,000 doesn't seem too far of a stretch. But yeah, I think for me, that's basically it. Um, other, you know, material-wise, other than my setup, uh, maybe a couple guns here and there. But yeah, that's kind of what I'm looking at. Okay. How about you? Right, so before we go into that, uh, I want to say something here. So you said 100 subs by the end of the year. At least. What happens if you don't? Oh, you want to put stakes? Yeah, I do want to put stakes down. Uh, if we right. we making this live in public here? Yes. If you do not hit a hundred subs by the end of the year, you have to do around a hundred on a map. Oh well, I, I have a feeling that around a hundred, I'm going to be doing on on my channel before then. I feel like live streaming and mm. that I'm going to try a couple. I feel like that's a little too easy. So if I don't, hit oh, okay, okay, subs, okay, hold on, okay, hold on. I, I'll do a specific map then. Round 100 on Voyage of Despair. <laughs> you can do Round that. Round 100. Yeah. And I have to complete it or I just have to attempt it? You have to complete it. All right. 
writing this down now. We have it in the video. Round 100 on Voyage of Despair if I do not hit 100 subs go. by the end of the year. So that's, you know, 100 subs. To, what am I at? I think I'm at like 30, 30 36 to 39. So, you know, 70, 60 to 70 subs. You basically get subs. 10 a month. You're good. Yeah. Um, that means I kind of have to stay consistent. So... Okay. All right. And then I we'll like all it. we will also check back in five years from now and see if Kyle has a girlfriend at this time. In five years in the future. Oh yeah. Uh, you know. Hopefully. Hopefully. But, <laughs> he's, like, yeah, so. he's like. He's like. Uh, yeah. Fingers so crossed. I like it. Okay. Yeah. Um. Setting goals and kind of keeping ourselves accountable. And if not, we have to do certain things. You know. Yep. I don't ever want to do around 100 on voyage of despair so i don't think anybody does i don't even think the round 100 people that go for high rounds want to do around 100 on that map yeah um but thank you for bringing stakes into my mind so whenever we're going over yours so that's what i'm thinking for me uh what about you all right five years time oh, jesus christ all right so we'll do um okay so we'll do reality where i i know i should be and then we got dreams and hopes we'll start with reality first uh reality first i'd say in five years time a i want to have this house that we live in be paid off that is oh yeah one of the easiest things i think i can do here as long as no uh oh shits happen here in a certain category that i'll get to in a little bit um so I want to get my house paid off here because honestly in five, I'd say basically um, in five years, I want to be out of the state at least around or get, getting into the process of that because it's just not it. this state. I've real like, in, so I've realized with owning a house that when you live in the shitty state of like Illinois where property taxes are high as fuck, everything is just high as fuck that there's really no way to progress here like you could in some other states so and i don't even know if i want to say like locally like moving across the river i'm saying maybe moving a couple states away just because i don't know i feel like with me uh it seems that especially with our town it's just been your parents have kids those kids stay there it's just i want to get out of that bubble i gotcha yeah so i guess that's one of the things that i want to do it's just something i've been thinking about here um with that if i'm still five years i still want to be at my job at now definitely made my way up through the the marks there or the ranks there um let's see i uh definitely if i'm not there i'm probably gonna go to a similar position to what you're at right now kyle mm -hmm. so with that um let's see hopefully well, i'm still in a relationship with Haley. hopefully that's still a thing in progress she's gonna look at this and kill me i know <laughs> um, um, but I don't know. According to her, let's see, what is it? 2022 shit or sorry, 2023 now. Um, in five years, she thinks kids. So we'll see if I have any control over that, but yeah, with that there, um, let's see. I would like to have my dream car, which is a Corvette. That'd be my nice thing there, but uh that's more i feel like a dream of mine of having that basically off the bat so basically just i'll still have the mustang and then probably a truck or something like that something that'll get 
take place of the Pontiac. Yeah, exactly. So I don't have to rely on anybody else for when I need stuff done like that. So there's that. Then we're going to be more the reality side. So, or, so we're moving from the reality side to the dream side. So the dream side is that, uh, let's see. I would like to be, let's see, the next few years, honestly, the next couple of years, yeah, be basically doing YouTube full-time, whether it's streaming, whether it's a podcast, basically having enough revenue from any of these to do that to where I can fully put my heart and soul and energy all into this and see how far I can push us. So you said in five years, a million on this channel. A million on the podcast, at least. I'd say definitely if we stick up to it like we are, I'd say at least 500K. I'm, I'm be, that's me. I feel like that at least. Millions pushing it, but I like how you're thinking. Like, hey, I would love to be proven wrong. You guys can do that by hitting that subscribe button right now. Um, But going along with that as well, oh, shit. I have multiple channels, so, I mean, as long as they're all over 1,000 subs doing successful, I, I feel like I'm doing good like that. Um, Let's see. I would love for the podcast room, like you said, being done. Um, I feel like that's something that if, once you get that going, look way more professional than what it is now. Don't get me wrong. Like what we got going here looks nice, but being a little studio would be badass, man. So I think that's where it'd be in five years. I'd say my biggest, my biggest thing that I want to put from uh, a dream in reality would definitely be doing the content creation full time and seeing where that can pursue yeah. me. Yeah. hundred percent. I mean, that's kind of something I really didn't brush over. But, I mean, if the podcast's doing over a million and YouTube, I mean, I know I did by the end of the year, but, like, if that's popping off and or and yours is as well, you know, content creation would be, would be definitely a dream. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Because it seems like whether it's basically from what I view it as is, like, let's say the podcast channel – is doing well then both of our single channels are going to be doing well because people are going to come up from that or it's like it's whether like if your channel pops off the podcast is going to because it's going to viewership through that then it's, it's going to go all in a complete circle basically so it just takes one to basically do well for then if you have those people that really support you it'll go in a full circular motion there so it will i guess we'll have to see there but i i just I'm excited for the future, but also scared shitless at the same time because I know it's coming right around the corner. It's going to be here before we freaking know it. But I can't believe I'm turning fucking 23 here in four, oh, four, 14 days. In four, fart. Yeah, shut up. Yeah. God, it sucks getting old. Yeah. It made me realize it there fully with you because you're like, well, I'll be what 26. And it's like, motherfucker, I'm going to be 28 in freaking five years basically so yeah thank you for making me feel old kyle i appreciate it thank you <laughs> so i do have i do have a question here uh you said successful like on youtube and you said you wanted you know as long as all your channels are you know over a thousand do you have um any set goal within the end of the year for one of your channels whether it's your main or Ooh. something like that because i kind of do want to add some stakes I want to add some stakes here, too. Ugh. I do, but I don't want to tell you. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Oh, I, mean, I said 100 subs. That's only 60-something 60, oh, 60 subs. It doesn't oh. have to be a huge goal. I mean, six months' time. I mean, that's all it is. So, 
But I mean, if you have a goal, and you know, I'm not going to give you something that's you, like you know, you know me too well to know I have goals for every channel. Like you know me too well. Hmm. Like for the podcast channel, I wanted to uh, by the end of the year to be at least at around maybe a hundred. That was my goal for that. Mm -hmm. Um, my reactions channel, I want it to be same thing around a hundred to uh, two hundred in that range. Um, my more audacity, since that's gonna be one I'm gonna really fo be focusing on. That one I want to be at least almost around, uh, oh, shit. Because that's going to be my uh, shorts one. So I, I was believing around 500 for that one. Because I feel like it, the shorts algorithm is absolutely insane with YouTube. Like, if you want to get mm -hmm. big, fast, shorts game is where it's at. Um, Let's see. My uh, Audacity Gaming channel is at 3. I think that one right there can also be at 500 to 600 by the end of the year. Because that's been popping off here. Like, I think this past month I had... I gained uh, between one to two subscribers a day was what it was. And then streaming, I'd say maybe 750. Gotcha. And that's your main channel, right? That's, yeah. It's that well, 750. Yeah. That's my main one. That would okay. Mean? How close are you to monetization on your main for streaming wise? You need a thousand subs. And you're at right now. 525. What? 525 and you need a thousand subs. Well, maybe maybe not monetization, but how about by the end of the year, seven hundred subs? Yeah, I could. I could think we could do Is that. that? It's okay. in the ballpark range, yeah. Because I gained two hundred right. subs last year, so yeah, it's definitely in the range for this year. So, seven hundred subs for that. Um, oh shit! And if not. What do we What do we want to do here? So you have been know. doing around one hundred on Voyage of Despair. Yes. What you know? What's something you hate? Well, mm, I know you're not a fan of certain maps and maybe doing Easter eggs for certain maps. Wait, what about doing? Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Is it BO3 or BO4? It's BO3. Is Zetsubo? I, mm, you know, Zetsubo, I feel like is easy. Like yeah. I did it within my second try. Uh, I got to the, you know, to yeah. the boss fight part. Um, no way it's, no. How about solo Easter egg on Garad Krovi? <laughs> You're going to torture me with that shit? God damn it. Dude, I'm... around 100 on Voyage is going to be terrible. It's easy. All you need is the Hellion Salvo. That's all you need. Yeah, and Garad Kirby, we've played it so much here to where, you know, it's fresh in your mind. Yeah, yeah. W when are we recording this? June. When am I going to have to possibly do this Easter egg if I do? July, or not July, uh, January of next year. Now, um, I am not going to put any, you know, gobble gun limitations on this. So you can use whatever you want. You can use uh, the shambling speed one. You can use Perga Hall. You can use whatever you want. I wish you would have, because I would have just said you cannot use PhD for your run. <laughs> See, I you know we're not trying to kill e kill each other here, <laughs> but yeah, I feel like a solo Easter egg on Grad Crovy using you know what is it? It's fear in the headlights, right? Or what's the yeah, one that... Yeah, Idolize. Or Fear and Headlights, uh, I'm pretty sure. 
to where it slows them down to no because that's just the ones that you look at uh, there's ones that put them at like shambling speeds shambling speed yeah. and that basically will get you through the hard ones mm-hmm. yeah so but yeah so 700 subs solo easter egg on grid so 175 subs 175 subs it's doable i mean it's definitely doable like when i had my star wars run last year that's when i really grew so i mean it's gonna have luck again this year but all right we'll do it so hey if you don't want to see me do the grad crovy easter egg and you are not subscribed to my channel please go subscribe right now <laughs> shameless plug shameless plug let's go yeah if not if you're not sub, sub to hebrew hammer um you know i haven't been posting or i haven't posted in a long ass time but uh definitely don't going to that. here in the month month of june going to be posting a couple of videos that's that's guaranteed so stamp uh stamp mark the time of this video so we can see Do by it, the end yeah. of this month all right yeah end of this month a couple videos mm -hmm. at least there you go so we did that there so we we both decided to torture us in some way with us not completing us by trying to complete our goals so that's very good there um let's see here oh easy thing is there any places that you want to travel to in those five years go to yes so um definitely you know in five years time i didn't put anything about austin texas now say 10 years time that's potentially a destination on where i might want to live in the oh. future um but in five years i definitely want to go visit austin texas um I mean, as you know, I've been watching a lot of comedy things. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, and they're all comedy, you know, comedians, mm -hmm. uh, podcasts and whatnot. Austin is a bump in place right now for comedy and whatnot. There's so there's the comedy mothership. There's uh, the Sunset. Brian Redband owned his club. There's the Vulcan Gas Company. Um, there's Creek in the Cave. You know, there's a bunch of different venues there in Austin. And it's a blue city and a red state, so you get a good mix. Um, there's, I've heard there's nice people there. Um, I definitely do want to go visit Austin, Texas. Uh, on top of that, I want to, me, my dad, and my brother, we want to visit as many, before we die, as many MLB stadiums as possible. Um, I've gone to... Wrigley, Bush Stadium, Miller in Milwaukee. Um, I haven't, they went to Can uh, Kansas City and saw the Royal Stadium. Uh, I've been to Guaranteed Rate here for the White Sox, but you know, it's going to start in a, a circle around. I do want to go to Kansas City. I want to go to the Royal Stadium. I want to go to uh, Cleveland. I want to go see the, uh, their stadium. I do want to go see the Tiger Stadium in Detroit. Kind of just start in in a circle or around and then expand there. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, definitely visit a bunch of MLB stadiums. Visit Austin, Texas. Um, Out of – it would be cool to see something out of uh, out of the country, but it's not necessarily in, in five years' time. 
definitely not something you don't think so that i need that i need oh okay. uh, it's definitely possible like i you know i, I do want to go visit hawaii at some point but whether or not that's a, within the next five years i don't know um i do definitely want to go to europe sometime i want to go and do just kind of do like a whole little like tour start mm-hmm. in you know the uk and then move my way over you know go through germany or well first go to like france um france and spain go see madrid go see paris a bunch of that stuff but in five years time probably not um but yeah within five years mlb stadiums in austin texas for sure see okay so one of the biggest things i will say with you here is that i believe for you it definitely is possible based on what you said about your job and all of that because trust me based on what from my certain standpoint of me working at where I did for a few years and you will definitely be able to to where you can travel and in five years time what I did in three years so I think you definitely will be able to to where you can explore out if you want to because like my biggest thing with me is uh I want to do like a bunch of traveling before uh like i fully settle down and decide i'm having a family because i know as soon as they have like as soon as i have kids like yeah it's something i want to do but at the same time it's like well once they're there that's that that's basically shot for at least 10 to 15 years yep unless i want to travel with a kid and whatnot which i guess i do but to the extent of what i want to do it's not good like if like if you said like going to like visit europe and whatnot um that'd be definitely something that like i want to do on my list there um but that'd be something i would want to do before i have a kid because that's too much hassle of doing it like when they're young or having to wait 10 years till they're old enough till they're older yeah in the next five years though um i know you're gonna agree with me on this but at some point in the next five years i definitely do want to take a trip to vegas vegas yes yep Yes, I, I definitely want to go there and blow my life savings just on one color. Just go there, and be like, hey, I put twenty grand on red, twenty grand on red. No, twenty three, baby. Yes, yes. <laughs> but I feel like so we've been talking about that going there. At least Connor has when we were talking to him. But I think that'd be a really cool vacation to go out there, to go to Vegas and just gamble and uh, just have a bunch of fun time. Oh yeah, obviously Connor's in that in that group especially because he's been wanting to go there also on top of that i have a feeling that within five years me you and connor at least you know that's just like a base group wanting to go to nashville at some point Ooh, that's true as well yeah you know i know you guys have been and always have been like big country fans but i you guys kind of wrote me over to the dark side since like 2020 and what do you mean the dark side it's not dark. I, you know, it's just a, it's just a figure of speech. It's, I've grown an appreciation for country music, and I want to go to the home of it. Mm-hmm. So I have yeah. a feeling we're gonna go there. At oh some yeah. Point. Be a night we do not remember. Oh yeah, I hope it. We're bet- uh, hey, counting on it. Whatever, whatever. As well with Vegas, whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Mm-hmm. What was it? He said, except for uh, herpes. Is that what he said? Yeah, yeah, that yeah, shit'll yeah. come back with you. Nice little, yep. nice little hangover reference there. <laughs> oh yeah. And then another place I would like to go visit is Hawaii, like you said. I definitely want to go visit Hawaii because 
sit back and relax and enjoy it visit beautiful that beautiful plus the history there as well go visit mm-hmm. uh the memorials they have there and yeah just badass shit um let's see i think that would be it though for me because i want to keep it somewhat realistic it's not like i'm gonna be making 10 million dollars a year to do all kinds of yeah. shit yeah yeah all right so we're at the point here where we are at the midway segment of our podcast here. And if you remember from the last episode, you said we do we sing the top fives always at the middle of the episode here. So that'll keep things fresh, interesting, and a little fun here. So last episode, we did a blind ranking of uh, our Marvel movies. And so this week's we're not, so we're going to keep rotating around. So this week we were doing our top five favorite TV shows. So it means our favorite, not what's the best what's the best our favorite when it comes to us personally so i'm going to uh i'll start it off here since uh i uh i guess i guess we'll have this episode here and do you want to do some explanations behind it like sort of why so, you put it there uh yeah yeah definitely you know go over characters go over arc go over like characters arcs go over the whole arc of the story you don't have to explain like the story, but yeah. like how it progresses and whatnot, yeah. um, stuff like that. Okay. All right. So number five for me is the Mandalorian, and the Mandalorian I will say could have been probably higher on this, or could have been like higher up on this list towards uh, I'd say maybe uh, the four and three slot. But the biggest thing for me was season three. Season three was a little bit of a letdown for me in terms of you had season one, season two, and then season three. Like it wasn't terrible it's just to the hype built up around it from what we got from the past two seasons compared to this season especially with grogu like i think we've talked about it a little bit before there so i'm not going to go too much detail mm-hmm. with this one so that's number five is the mandalorian series uh number four for me it pains me but uh game of thrones is what i did for this so it's a, another similar thing like you some of the best fighting scenes i think we've seen are from game of thrones like the character development like the fact that i was one of the things that's so cool to me is uh that the fact that an entire freaking community came around hatred of one character and you know his name as joffrey joffrey <laughs> yeah it's hilarious seeing everybody hate him and then seeing people reactions to uh him dying and they're just screaming and chanting it's hilarious uh just the character development as a whole from like Jon Snow is one of the biggest ones that I think is a character I think I grew huge passion following. But like I said with this, like the biggest uh, thing was the last season's letdown. There's so much hype around it and they rushed it. But that that's another reason why like, I could have had this. This could have been probably in my number two slot, but they rushed the season. But And that's the biggest thing is you got to when you're going with your favorite seasons here, you got to make sure they're. In a, in a straight line of consistency of good, I, I really like, or it's like amazing and it, it's fluctuates. So, Cause like the difference with the Mandalorian is you have two really good seasons and one bad season or like one mediocre. Mm-hmm. Like with this though, it was like all basically good or amazing to last season. Then it was like way down there. Like, don't get me wrong. It was the fight season and whatnot was good. It was just rushed. So that's, Number four for me is Game of Thrones. Number three respectable, is Cobra Kai. 
Now, I know it might be some surprise uh, there with uh, that, but I grew up watching the Karate Kid movies, and when I saw this series, my parents told me about it to go watch it. I watched the first season, and next thing you know, I was two seasons deep in it. Like, it, it, like <laughs> I watched... I think I started on a Friday night. I got the first season done that night. And then I started watching the second season. And I finished it that weekend. So, like I said, it's a character development with this. And it just the main thing for me is, like, the nostalgia of basically characters, like, the, uh, from the movies coming into this. And the fact that one of the biggest things with this is the fact that, I guess, as well, is with some series like this, they get able to get the original characters to all from the movies coming back and doing the TV series and they and you've like no characters that change throughout the entire show. Like they sure. don't like have a character that like gets a DUI or gets arrested or passes away. It's like, they stuck with it. It's a big thing for me as well. And it got very, I forget. Did you see the last season, Kyle? Yeah. I'm caught up. Okay. That's what I thought. Like it, it's getting very interesting here. It's very cool. How they got all the characters from the movies able to come over to the TV show. That's one of the biggest things that's uh, I really think is fascinating with that. Plus the whole storyline that they've built around it. Because each season has been different and they haven't like prolonged it. Like they're not trying to extend it. Because like this next season is their final season. This is the final season. Like they're not trying to do, like I hate to say it, uh, I don't know if you have it on your list, but The Walking Dead. They just kept dragging and dragging and dragging it on. Like with this though, each season was something new and exciting and very interesting. They had like... I don't know how many times I was on the edge of my seat for it. So that would be why Cobra Kai is number three. Number two, you're probably going to be in shock that I'm putting this here, Kyle. Because you were probably expecting this at number one. But number two for me is Star Wars The Clone Wars. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, uh, I thought that was going to be your num your number one. No, I think you know what's going to be number one now. Yeah, yeah, I do. Um. What's there to say? This was my TV show that I grew up watching. I remember, was it Thursday nights? Watching this uh, TV show downstairs with my parents and then watching it constantly on Netflix. And just so many memories from this TV series is the main thing for me and the fact that it's Star Wars. And then plus getting to relive it a couple years ago when they decided to bring back the last season. So nothing really much to say about that. Just the fact that it's Star Wars is one of the main reasons why, and I just fell in love with Star Wars. Um, number one is uh, Band of Brothers. So, I'm a huge history geek, especially with World War II, and uh, this documentary uh, TV series here, just it was fan fascinating. It, it tells uh, the truth of uh, a company uh, during World War II and the bond that they had, henceforth Band of Brothers, and it's just all around a fantastic series from storytelling to the detail that they had in it and just the fact that it had you on the edge of your seat honestly with how insane world war ii was and seeing people go through that so that is going to be my list there um for my top five tv series i'll read them off to you again number five is the mandalorian four is game of thrones three is cobra kai Two is Star Wars The Clone Wars, and one is Band of Brothers. If you notice that there's some shows in there like um, Breaking Bad or like The Sopranos, um, I have not seen those. Uh, like a, with a decent amount of these big uh, TV series, uh, I have not seen. I've not really 
expanded my horizons with that something i also want to do so you can throw the hate you want but hey i'm human on to you Kyle. Yeah. all right uh bef- that is a very respectable list by the way um I did, yeah. I fully expected you to go with Clone Wars at one and Band of Brothers probably at two or three. Um, I am kind of surprised that you did put Cobra Kai on there, but then again, um, as more as you explained it, a lot of it has to do with nostalgia. I know you were going over that with Cobra Kai and Clone Wars, you know, growing up watching it. Mm-hmm. So that's obviously going to have a big effect on on your list. Um, but yeah, before I start here, I got to pee. <laughs> all right so for my top five i it's really hard because i've over you know these past like five to ten years i've watched so many good shows um i am going to do two honorable mentions i'm not going to really go over them too much but um a comedy series did not hit my list uh but for the honorable mention, I am going to have to go with How I Met Your Mother. Um, you know, Oh, that's a good pro- one. Probably the one of the more... <clears throat> it's probably the funniest sitcom I've ever seen. Um, I kind of grew up in high school watching it, and I've watched it again multiple times. I can kind of watch any episode, and I enjoy it. Um, so, And then first one off the list is Dexter. Um, there for a while, I don't know why, but I was watching a lot of... Uh, like a lot of like murder shows and this you know takes over as the main character being a psychopath but he uses his you know his cravings to kill uh for good and he ends up killing even worse people uh than he is but yeah number five on this list and it's one i've watched recently is peaky blinders um this show here i was super surprised with i had heard really good things um it's um like the crime aspect like the organized crime that's really where this kind of goes through you go over throughout the show obviously the peaky peaky blinders um there's the italians there's um there's the jewish faction there's so many different uh you know crime organizations that you go over whether um in in london and in england and birmingham and then going over to the states so that's and i haven't even seen all the last season so i'm putting this at very high praise at number five but yeah so at my number four spot this was your number one but it's band of brothers now i've only gone through it once but in the one time that i did see it i was captivated the whole time i'm pretty sure we watched the whole damn thing in like a day and a half we watched it that weekend yeah i think my parents were out of town for baseball with my brother and we just like both had the weekend off and was like let's watch band of brothers yeah yeah and it it just it captivated me you know kind of seeing the bond obviously band of brothers of brothers in a time where you know young kids are being sent over you know more in a lot of instances like to die yeah. so you know it going over uh that time period as well i'm i'm really interested in world war ii um but it kind of shows they really accurately especially from when they did the interviews at the end 
of you know the actual battalion mm-hmm. the actual unit um it's they said it was really accurate so i'm glad that that made it onto my list number three is daredevil obviously i'm a huge marvel buff but um out of all and it's not even one of like the mcus obviously he made his way into the mcu with uh she hulk and spider spider-man no way home but daredevil as a character he's just badass he's a blind blind dude blind lawyer and just the characters in here you're intro i was kind of debating whether or not to put punisher on this list or in honorable mentions but in daredevil you're introduced to frank castle um a lot of uh one of the seasons is is based on him so you know that's why i had to include um daredevil into this the character's amazing uh his development him going through because he's catholic he was raised catholic and just the the back and forth he has of am i a bad person am i you know am i good am i doing this for the right reasons are my urges to do this like it was just in terms of a character of like of a superhero i think his is probably one of the best and daredevil born again i can't wait to see it it's hopefully that tops this but yeah that's my number three spot number two it was at your number four but i have game of thrones um i think like you said the battle scenes um they're unmatched they're second to none um it's just straight swords sword fighting you know it had a really good mix of magic and actual like hand-to-hand combat i really liked that um and the twists i think the twists of this show are like you you really can't beat it like you couldn't really get emotionally attached to a character because either they were gonna die they they died just randomly obviously the red wedding being one of those instances uh i remember like everybody watched so i was late to watching game of thrones and i remember everybody telling me i was gonna ready to watch it and they're like do not get connected to anybody from uh season one so i was like oh okay and I'm, i was like what and i was like really like in a net start it's like i like this guy oh he gets his head chopped off all right we gotta move on but so i'm sorry to interrupt you but basically oh, yeah. with this in terms of fighting scenes it's like how star wars is unmatched with their duel scenes if you could take Star Wars fight scenes and put them in a show, Game of Thrones has it in comparison to how badass they are. Yeah, and there's that one, uh, it's in, I think, the second to last season where uh, Jon Snow and his group, they're kind of getting mowed down. And then, like, you just see up on the up on the hillside, like, there's literally bodies, like, burying guys of, like, and they're still alive. And then on the horses, it's... Uh, I can't remember his name, but it's the guy um, that ends up getting his throat slit at the Peter end. And he's Dinklage, or... P- no, not Tyrion, or it's not Lannister. It's one of the guys of the other factions, and he's like sweet. Oh, Lord Baelish. Everyone. Yeah, and Lord like, Baelish with Sansa. Yep. Yep, and they come in on the horses and save. Like, that whole scene is awesome. His death, by the way, of... And it wasn't slitting his throat. It was the it was the dogs eating him. No. No, no. Sorry, that's... That's... Yeah, that was the other fuckhead. Like, the, other, the other bastard. 
yeah the like you said like just the the enemies you hated them with the passion you hated joffrey you hated ramsey i'm pretty ramsey bolton that's it, it yep. what was his name and like you had a good mixture of characters obviously like you said the last season kind of fell short but i'm probably one of those few that really likes the last season i think they probably could have extended it the battle for winterfell was badass um there with all the zombies at the end um okay a lot of their storylines like they didn't want what's her name um to like kill everyone with with her dragons but i think that was really the only option for her because as soon as she stopped listening to Tyrion, Tyrion was kind of like the only thing keeping her on a leash and as soon as she stopped listening to him i knew that was going to happen but yeah other than that that's why i have game of thrones at my number two and number one is breaking bad i knew it, it I this fucking knew it. Ooh, dude this show i remember my dad said to watch it it was really good and i was like yeah yeah i'll get around to it once i started watching it i finished there's five seasons i watched it in like two weeks up at school <laughs> i literally i didn't do homework i went to my classes as soon as i got back i watched breaking bad um the character arc of walter white jesse pinkman oh my gosh and like you just go through the full and a lot of the symbolism that vince gilligan uses in this show is is awesome like there's certain just times where they're wearing drab clothing whether it's just like you know an off-white or a, a puke yellow and like it just kind of shows the monotonous monotony of his life as a someone who doesn't make much money gets stepped on uh as a guy to he's wearing red and he's wearing you know a bunch of these colors that symbolize like him becoming a badass him becoming a kingpin and the enemies you know of each season are awesome and they always meet their end in the most like creative spectacular ways of you know either him being a chemist um doing certain shit i remember he throws down this is when they're going against tuco and he does that and he doesn't die there but just the whole series overall is badass um mm -hmm. last season was perf a perfect ending you know walt dies jesse goes off and they end up making a separate movie for him uh, el camino which is I don't know. There's there's not much more to say, but that's what I got uh, for my top five. Um, I'm going to go over them once more here. Number five, I have uh, The Peaky Blinders. Number four, Band of Brothers. Number three, Daredevil. Number two, Game of Thrones. And number one, Breaking Bad. Okay. See. Okay, so I will say one thing here. So, like, one of the biggest things with you, I think I can completely agree with why you put... Uh... Breaking Bad is number one is one of the biggest things I feel like shows do is they can never get the perfect ending sort of it seems like anytime there's a show nowadays it's either they have they'd be like like let's like take I know you disagree with me on this but Game of Thrones here my biggest thing is I feel like they rushed it with uh the final season like I feel like I hate that I think what they were doing there could have definitely taken, or at least had more episodes with it explaining it, but the fact that, like, 
oh, uh, they're uh, White Walkers. Oh, oh, they die there, and then boom, next thing you know, you're in the city, uh, and the dragon's going around. Like, I just hate how it rushed it. Like, I feel like there should have been a bunch more uh, detail put into it. At least another yeah. season worth of, if anything, I... shit. Have that one season as, like, them battling the White Walkers, and then making their next season their march on. Because there's also a bunch of stuff they should have went into detail with a little bit more after like the mm -hmm. city got destroyed and everything but like like you said like with uh that like the biggest thing is starting the series and ending it just as good that will make or break a series that was the difference between game of thrones and breaking bad for me if exactly. game of thrones would have had the perfect ending it probably would have went at my number one but breaking bad they didn't they didn't drag it out it was five seasons it they knew where they were going with it they didn't there's not a lot of fluff each episode has you know you, there's no episode in breaking bad that's like you don't gotta watch that one like mm -hmm. they all hold their own significance and importance where game of thrones there are some episodes that are drawn out yes obviously uh, i do agree with you there should have been more episodes in the last season but i think they still did really well and i think that the spin-offs that they're doing yeah. are going to kind of right those wrongs but yes yeah. they are yeah like i agree with you on that like, i haven't a chance to watch like the house of dragon and one out there but like i have a feeling as time progresses here like i have a feeling like basically if if i looked at this list now and i went through and i watched the mandalorian start to finish and then I, after that i went through and watched game of thrones start to finish cobra kai start to finish Star Wars Clone Wars start to finish, and then Band of Brothers start to finish. This list might not be the same, but mm -hmm. it's just just based on pure memories and like from oh, watching it. Because like one of the biggest things for me why I have Star Wars on the list so high is from the whole war aspect. Because the Star Wars universe is just so big and massive um, that if like watching the Clone Wars, it explains so much for other TV series. Like it completely branched off. It explains stuff for the movies, for um, what's going to become like the Bad Batch now, and then it basically progressed into all the way throughout the movies. So that's a big thing with some of the details and why I put that at number two. And then basically as well with Band of Brothers, it's the memory with my dad watching it and then watching it with you. And bas it's, it's basically one of those where the reaction for that is unmatched, I feel, in watching it other shows with people. Oh, yeah just like kind of seeing how they react um because i remember when i was watching clone wars it is a hell of a show but i've only watched it through one time in comparison you guys you know you guys grew up watching it so that's probably why it doesn't hold as much weight as it does like within my list but i remember going through and you know there's an episode where obi-wan like dies and you're like yeah he's dead he's dead and i'm like no you're bullshitting me and, <laughs> you remember you know, that yes i was you guys got a real kick out of like dude it was so hilarious it was <laughs> hilarious because you're like oh no no i'm like did you see he died and then you know did you see how anakin dead. reacted to it he died <laughs> they could sense it oh my god okay kyle so going off of this here i want you to name two shows that you want to watch that i do want to watch yes. that i haven't watched mm -hmm yet huh 
Um, you know, there's a couple of shows that I've heard in the recent shows that people have given a lot of high praise. I guess I got to watch The Boys. Yeah. Apparently that's that's, that's very good. Uh, that's a real good show. Um, you know, it's kind of like a superhero like type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do I do kind of want to watch that one. Um, I don't know. Honestly, there's I know there's a, there's a ton of shows that My, yeah. mine would probably be. I do uh, I'd say The Sopranos and then Peaky, mm. Peaky Blinders. Yeah, I, I highly recommend uh, Peaky Blinders, by the way. Also, probably like Ted Lasso. Like that mm-hmm. That seems like a good show, and I know it's gotten a lot of high praise. I know these are like newer shows. Um, also kind of want to watch The Witcher. Yes. I that was really good. H- Haley's been watching that, and like I picked it up instantly when I saw uh, Henry Cavill in it. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing we could talk about at some point is the whole drama with that situation, with him as Superman and turning down, I think, stuff with The Witcher due to it, and then he not even getting added back as Superman. Yeah, uh, he got he got gypped. Yeah, he he 100%. definitely did. His uh yeah, his agent should have uh, been doing a bit more. But yep. all right, here let's see. Oh, so I remember you said recently that you saw one of your movies that were on your top five and like hyped around movies. What would you rate your experience after seeing that? Since I was your mo- like top five, like one of your most excited ones that you were for, would you say it lived up to the hype that you sort of had based around it? Like we don't have to go into detail of you explaining it fully, oh, but yeah. basically just did it live up to the hype of what you're hoping for it? Um, the machine. Yes. Burt Kreischer's the machine. Uh, I expected it to be both very funny and a good movie at the same time. I think it really hit the funny, like, 100%. Like, it, it was fucking hilarious. There are certain parts of it that were really funny. Um, but you can tell the acting side of it isn't, isn't, isn't the greatest now i know it's a it's a comedy movie it's a comedian's movie to where you know more funny aspects are going to be favored over that you know i don't know why i went in expecting it to be a christopher nolan you know uh quentin tarantino type movie but storyline's good it, it, it but the acting and you know some of the story it's a little it's a little wishy-washy but definitely hilarious but was it all that i hyped up it to be no was it still really good and should you see it yes 100 percent. go see it because you are going to laugh your ass off okay duly noted there with that mm-hmm. um because i think one of the i don't know about you but i know i have a uh, into this or sorry across the spider verse on my was, was it on my top five here so I guess for the next podcast, hopefully we should be able to have our view on that there because that mm-hmm. came out here. And from what I've seen, holy shit, people are like, I, I remember somebody put on Twitter, all they said was across Spider-Verse 10 out of 10. So the hype's built around it. Um, So I'm really interested in seeing that. So hopefully, yeah, next podcast episode there with that should be, I think, a review for that because 
Yeah. Should, oh, yeah. Be, should be definitely seeing it this week. And then, all right, on the final thing we ended off on here, let's see. Was there anything, I was going to ask you this, is there anything about where you see yourself in five years, like with what I said that surprised you versus what I what you said to me? Um, something I kind of was surprised of was was being not necessarily out of state but you said maybe like a couple states over or something like that mm-hmm. um i know you have a lot of family here and i understand moving out of, out of state like like i said earlier like austin texas that would be a big move for me but i was kind of surprised uh in hearing that i know you've been talking about the corvette especially yesterday um, yeah. I'm not really surprised about anything with Haley when it comes to kids or, you know, potentially a ring or, you know, stuff like I'll, that. I'll or put ideas into her head or, now. Or anything with, like, the podcast in general. But, yeah, the out-of-state thing kind of, that was that was surprising. Um, uh, yeah, Um. so like, I think that's been a thing, like, in the last few months I really, like, started considering. I knew when I said that I saw your face and I was like, oh, he's he's a little bit surprised with that. But yeah, so that's definitely, like I said, something I've been thinking about here, um, especially with uh, going out of state to the Logic concert and just basically um, just seeing the diff- It's been a while since I've gone on a road trip and fully like seen scenery and been like, oh, I could see myself moving up here. It's like sort of like back home, but out of state. Uh, and then we're like, looking at houses and seeing that I could have what I paid for this house here, but it'd be way bigger way nicer yeah it's just like the fact that taxes exactly exactly so that's another thing with that that and it's just i don't know i feel like illinois is just draining me i feel that 100 yeah uh like i was talking about that even with my mom and like she's like i I told my i told Haley this i was like i have a feeling my parents have said it been saying it for years like they're ready to get out of the state they're just tired of illinois as a whole and i was like i told her i was like i bet you if we move out of state they'll be falling right behind us so one thing i will say i was surprised with you on was the austin or was yeah. it he was at austin or was it houston austin austin, austin okay. texas yeah and it kind of similar thing um there was a couple i think it was about a month ago i was talking with my parents they're like you're, you're not planning on moving out of the state or anything like soon i'm like well, maybe not soon, but, you know, Austin, Texas kind of looks nice. And they're like, what? And, you know, I kind of told them about it. And like you said, maybe your parents following them. My parents also said that, like, once, you know, Caden and Kenner are out of the house, um, that they would wanting, probably wanting to move as well. Mm-hmm. And that could could be a possibility for them as well. So, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I was talking to my, I was like, I was telling Haley, I was like, you know, I hate to say it, but. Five years from now, Brian will be out of high school, out of high school, doing his own thing. Who knows what he wants to do? Um, but I was like, "Hey, I was like, if we move," and uh, <laughs> I was telling my mom this actually uh, yesterday. I was talking to her. I was like, "If we moved out of state, and uh, uh, she Haley finds out she's pregnant, I said, I bet you before that nine months is up, there will be a. I've said, I bet you my parents will be in a fifteen to twenty mile radius from the house." And my mom didn't disagree. She didn't disagree. So I was like, oh, shit. But I don't know. 
it's just one of those things where I don't part of me would love to stay in this place and built like raise a family here but at the same time I just I don't know based on the drama that I've dealt with like from the whole school system to just I can't it's nice having your fam family in one area but it also causes a lot of drama so I mean I'd like to get away from that and basically start my whole life someplace else and do it all my own and put see where I can go from there Mm -hmm. yeah i mean you got to live your life and exactly. that's kind of what what i tell what i was talking to my mom about she was like you don't like you really want to move out there what about when you have grandchildren and whatnot and i'm like because they want to be there and mm -hmm. i know your mom wants to be there for yeah. your grandchildren oh, yeah. so it's you know i was like at the same time like yeah i but if i keep lit if i live my entire life like well i gotta do it based on what everyone else wants and then i'm never actually gonna live you know you're living somebody else's life not the one yep. that you want yeah because because mm -hmm. everybody's saying what they want for you to do but nobody's asking what do you want to do because that's the mm -hmm. biggest thing it comes down to everybody's like oh yeah this would be great for you this would be great for you instead of saying oh what do you think would be great for you so like it's time for people to start realizing that instead of you pushing what you want that person to be start asking them that they want to do because I feel like once more people start to ask that, it's it's going to be so much better for everybody else because it's so much anxiety on people of living up to that ability. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Well, do you have anything else you'd like to add there, Kyle? Um, No, I think that's, you know, that's a good life lesson to end on. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we went over a bunch of things. Obviously, we went over our life goals and you know, we did that. Well, um, next five years. Next, yeah, yeah. I guess five years life goals. Um, did some top TV shows. Ended on a real good message of you know after a certain point you got to live your own life. Mm -hmm. I think that's good. Good way to end it here. Yeah. All right, so that is going to be the end of episode three here. If you enjoy that, please be sure to smash that like and subscribe if you are new. Like I said, our goal is where are we going with Kyle? Hundred subscribers by the end of the year. That's what my goal was. What was oh, yours? Yeah. yeah, for the podcast, I didn't mm -hmm. really have. I said something after five years at a million, which is pretty, pretty lofty. But yeah, mm -hmm. end of the year, hundred subs. Sounds uh, good. Yeah, sounds good with me. If you uh, would like to help us complete that goal, please sure to smash that like button and subscribe. But once again, we will see you in the next episode. Peace out, everyone.